The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Casting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Phillipson. Well, sort of. Leanne is here in spirit. Let's say that. I mean, even a busy, focused, and, and dedicated woman like Leanne Phillipson needs time to unwind, to refocus, to re-energize. So she's on vacation, traveling the world, solving crimes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Not really. But that's not important. What's important is what we do now, what we do right here. My name's Chris, and here on Eat This with Leanne, we know and we appreciate that you download and listen from week to week to the show. So this week, as we quickly approach our 100th episode, believe it or not, we thought that maybe a recap might in order. Let's revisit some interesting and informative ideas that have come from a few different episodes in the past. I mean, this kind of information doesn't really go out of style. You know, it never gets old. It's all about our overall health. So straight ahead, we'll call this episode Eat This with Leanne on the go. You know, kind of a snack-sized version of the, the usual buffet of useful information. So whether you're traveling to work in the car or on public transit or wherever you're going, you can download it. It's kind of a, a shorter podcast, but it'll be just that much more digestible. How's that sound? And I promise I will keep the, uh, the food and eating metaphors to a minimum. <laughs> so let's go. Now, our first clip is from episode 79. This episode is all about men's health with one of our favorite guests, in fact, Dr. Davis Brockenshire, or as we affectionately call him, Dr. B. Now, if you're a frequent downloader of this podcast, you know my own personal affection for the drink. Yes, alcohol. I don't try and hide it. In fact, my therapist says it's good to admit your faults. That's half the battle. Uh, but <laughs> as we all know, alcohol is a depressant. And you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who would argue that point. But it is not the chore of this podcast to tell you what not to eat. So if you do indulge, here are some, some useful ideas of how to help your body handle it. There's another one I just thought of. Chris, you and I joke about alcohol all the time. But mm. guys tend to lean on alcohol to help stabilize mm -hmm. them. And that's a sign of a chronic B vitamin deficiency. And the longer they do that, the worse it gets. So in that client situation, if you're a guy and you just, you've got to have alcohol in order to set your head straight, consider hyperdosing a good B complex. Mm, the liposome yeah. liquid that's on sproutright.com. I, I will not live without that now. Yeah. You need a teaspoon or more a couple times a day if you've been leaning on alcohol. Wow. And uh, if you want some references for that, you can look up how niacin can change alcoholics, mm. which is vitamin B. So definitely a win. Any guy that's having issues trying to, you know, stay upbeat or hopeful, 
You got to crank the B vitamins. Yeah. It makes a massive difference. And also just the typical diet of drive through burgers, you know, chips, just not even paying attention to what it is that you're putting in your body because you're just not there. It's not in your realm of what it is that you think about. And hopefully listening to this will make you, you know, drive towards the store and get some real food because that, you know, that sugar addiction, I even see it with my with my daughter and it's just constant it's almost like she can't help herself and she's dealing with depression and Mm -hmm. it'll give you it tastes good it just gives you that almost like that dopamine hit of like oh yeah this is really good this is really good but the more you have the more you want and and it just keeps on going in this past week i even said to her we really have to get a handle on this you don't realize how much white stuff you're gravitating towards, unless I say you got to eat this first or the fact that there's a million popsicles that come in that she goes and gets and then she just inhales a box in two days. You really, really have to just take stock and look at what what are your patterns? What it is? What is it that you're doing? And make one small change. That's it. You know, I say eat one mouthful at a time. If you eat that burger or have those fries or whatever, what can you do the next time that you decide to eat something that has a color in it is real, is not processed, does not come from a window or, you know, or even from a box or a plastic bag or something like that. Like it's real stuff. It's got color in it. The antioxidants, the superfoods, all of those kind of things. Jerry Agar always, always a host on News Talk 1010. He always jokes. He's like, you're always trying to get me to eat twigs and berries. Twigs and berries. I'm like, no, dude, just eat the berries, you know, the twigs and all that kind of stuff. I don't know where you're going with that, but sure. Go for it with the berries. You could just go buy a thing of blueberries and just sit there and eat them. You know, done. That's fast food. And then that's going to help all your aches, your pains, your inflammation, your mm-hmm. arthritis, your body feeling like it's breaking down. The fact you can't get up out of bed in the morning and and your heart disease, pretty much everything, too, when you've got those foods going in. So just to bring it back to the foods as well. Well, little changes, right? You need to make little changes over time. Biggest change I tell guys, look. Meat and potatoes is awesome. Get rid of the potatoes. Right. Swap out your starch for a veg. Perfect. Now, okay, you're like, oh, I don't want green beans. I don't want broccoli. Yeah, but who doesn't like balsamic roasted Brussels sprouts and bacon? Like, those are just good. Okay, all right, true. There you go, Chris. You can stop rolling your eyes now. Okay, well, no, that's fine. But it's still, that bacon is still better on the potato than it is on the Brussels sprouts. It's all about compromise, my friend. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, make sure that so, meat's organic. Make sure the yeah. meat's organic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and- organic. It has enough estrogen in it to drop a hippo. Yep. <laughs> Next, we focus on poop. Yep. I said it. There is nowhere Leanne won't go, including some of the darkest places. This was uh, episode 81. And we had Coach Jay, Jason Persaud, who is an incredible and knowledgeable natural medicine practitioner. We had him on to discuss digestion and everything that's connected to it. And he and Leanne decided to float the idea of floating feces and what it actually means. And, of course, how to deal with it. Let's listen in. Uh, so what happens when you're like, what's going on when your poop floats? 
You can't flush the bugger down the toilet. Right? It just sits on top. Ages. Yeah, it's like it's not going anywhere. And then the next person that comes in the bathroom are like, well, hello there. Uh, what's going on with that one? You know what? Luckily, I've never had that problem. My poop has never really floated, so I can't say I've had that issue. But um, I do know clients that suffer with that. And a lot of it has to do with fat digestion. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm going to inject my, my story here whenever yes, and not anymore, but there was a period of time that when I would eat avocado, it would mm-hmm. lead to my poop floating. Right. Right. Fat. And so oh, essentially you ate a bunch of fat and your body wasn't in a state that it could digest all that fat. A lot of it ends up in your stool. And here we go. We have a floating buoy that just won't go down the chute. Yep. <laughs> right. So yep. a lot of it, you know, fat digestion, fat digestion particularly goes back to the liver and the gallbladder. So that's our area of focus. Okay. And going back to hypozymes, like Leanne mentioned, hypozymes is this, you know, absolutely beautiful blend of digestive enzymes um, and ox bile and pancreatin to make sure that we're digesting our fat properly. If you are someone who's got floating poops and you've got some stuff going on, just finding a good digestive enzyme that doesn't only have enzymes, but has hydrochloric acid and some sort of like pancreatin or ox bile is really going to move you in the direction of at least digesting your food properly. Okay. The results of taking a digestive enzyme like that should in the fact that your poops are not floating, right? They're, they look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Now, if you stop taking the digestive enzyme and it goes right back to where you were, then evidently that means that your system cannot do the job effectively without the digestive enzyme. And so the digestive enzyme is like yeah. the easy, quick fix that, you know, I use all the time. Like I love digestive enzymes, especially if I'm eating out and things like that, because it just helps put everything down. Right. Um, but more particularly, I would move in the direction of trying to clean up my client's liver. Um, you know, maybe sugar and alcohol habits, you know, inflammatory food habits and make some of these changes to support the liver and gallbladder so that the digestion can improve, can improve. Um, for yep. those of you out there that have, may have had your gallbladder removed because, you know, you had stones and the doctor said that that's what you had to do. I will be the first to say that I've worked with many clients who were supposed to have their gallbladders out because of attacks. And we ran through some protocols within, you know, 30 days, 60 days, and they feel way better and they don't need to get their gallbladder cut out. But if you have hypozymase is like, you know, or something similar to that is a must, an absolute must with every single meal, because you no longer have the capacity to store bile in your gallbladder because it's gone. So your liver is making bile, but your gallbladder is where it would be stored. And as you eat, it goes from that storage site down into the small intestine. So if you no longer have the storage site, then you're relying on your liver to pump up enough bile help you digest your meal. But if you're those people or one of those people who, you know, don't eat all day and then kind of eat, have a two hour marathon at night, you know, you might have some bile for like half of that meal, but then the rest right. of it, the food just starts to sit there. Right. So that, you know, or, you know, thinking about like Christmas dinners or Turkey dinners, you know, hypozymes comes in handy when you have, want to have some multiple rounds of eating. Okay. So now let's talk energy in episode 77 aptly called energy, Leanne explored the world of our physical and even our mental energy and how foods, supplements and things in life boost our energy and how some things are out there to suck the life right out of us. And for as much as as you share ideas and thoughts and and your lives through emails and messages that you send to Leanne from week to week, 
Leanne shared her own personal struggle. We know it's real, and so many of us are right now, right there, right now with this burnout situation where you're just truthfully pooped, and you don't know how to get get itself back, get yourself, and you don't know how to get yourself back to a place where you feel good. Now, while I've been hyper-focused on my daughter of late over the past however many months with all of her mental health challenges, my energy somehow has been stable and super focused. I'm just going to say that there is not once that I have had an alcoholic drink during all of this stress that we've been going through because I just can't. I've got to be on my game and I've got to have energy and that is not for me a place that I go to. So while I've been in this hugely stressed state, my body actually talks to me in a different way. So it doesn't necessarily make me kind of go to bed just because I'm tired. I actually get a migraine. And that is the place. That's where I get get to where I have to crash and I have to sleep. And then my energy becomes restored because I can go, 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 go. And then wallop, a migraine comes along and nothing's stopping it. So like a speed train to you tried, lady, but no more. And all the kale, all the good stuff that I have been doing all the good food that I've been been eating has kept me going to a point and then there's a breaking point like the straw that broke the camel's back happens to all of us it can't be that can't be healthy though that you go 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 until a migraine comes on that's like me go 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 until my uh, somebody comes over and kicks me in the gonads right it's like go 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 all right you're done yeah that doesn't sound healthy to me no, and it's not. But life throws us curveballs and situations. You've dealt with, you know, with issues with your kids too, yeah. where you just have to be on your game. But from an energetic standpoint, and when I say you have to be on your game, I mean, it's in my case with everything that's been going on, my, what I have focused on is not trying to fix anything because right. that's another energy sucker, but to just bring it back to me. How am I showing up for myself? And as you said, the go, 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 while I need to be hypersensitive, hypervigilant, watching everything, and that's just how I've dealt with the mental health challenges and things with my daughter, I do have to take that time and know that I am not responsible for her choices. Mm -hmm. This is her journey and this is her life. So there's like a almost one of the DBT um, principles that I learned in a parenting um, dysregulation, emotional dysregulation course is called radical acceptance. And it was the most freeing thing energetically, just to bring it back to the energy that Mm -hmm. I experienced by just accepting that this is where we are. We are here for whatever reason, and I can't change it, and I can't fix it. And if I don't just come back to myself, come back to looking at how am I, you know, after the second or third migraine, that was the kind of kick in the gonads, as you said, Chris, (laughs) then, you know, then, and I'm not listening to that, that becomes a problem. That's when people end up end up saying, oh yeah, I didn't know the signs until I ended up in the hospital or ended up with a heart attack or those kind of things. Because not only are you physically drained, are your cells and the mitochondria going, I just can't keep up anymore. But the emotions have also layered on top of that. So it's, 
it, it really is. We've got to look at both situations. And that's why I'm bringing this up here. I talk about nutrients. I talk about all the B vitamins and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But we also need to look at ourselves and what we're outputting on an energetic level. Okay, so lastly, on our Eat This with Leanne on the go episode, we take a look back at episode 72. Now, on this episode, Leanne took on the idea of burnout. We've all been there in some way. But what are the costs? What do we focus on in this frenetic world? Let's take a listen. I know my wife has been through some awful, awful medical conditions over the last few years. Oh, yeah. You know, it, was, it was, wasn't until somebody like Leanne listened to her and said, okay, well, then let's fix it. Let's start somewhere and slowly yeah. baby step our way to feeling better. I really like that baby step idea that you're talking about, because I think, you know, we, we, as a society try to like, you know, really give these huge fix treatments on things. And sometimes it's the smallest little shifts that can make the biggest difference. So just, you know, I have, you know, as I said, I'm trained in this abdominal massage technique. If I can get someone massaging their belly and going, wow, I'm not bloated as much, you know, because I just did this five minute thing for myself. It's whereas they might've thought, oh my gosh, do I have you know, some major digestive disorder. So I think it's important to really start with baby steps. And I agree. I think listening um, to, you know, that's the, the skill I'm trying to practice myself. And I'm trying to teach my patients is listening to yourself so that when we engage in that conversation, like you, you are the expert of your body and you know yourself best. So, you know, when things are off, um, you know, my, my, um, my dad, who's over 80 now and very healthy, um, just told me he read a book about written by a doctor who talks just about this topic and how important it is to listen individually to each patient and how the answers lie often within the patient. They absolutely do. I don't know who said it lately, but they said, in quoted someone who said, if you ask the patients enough questions, they will provide you with the answer. I agree. Like I sometimes feel like a detective when I'm working with my, working with my clients. So like what happened then? And what happened then? So it's sort of like you're at a yeah. fork in the road and you move forward and say, okay, yes, that's it. Okay. Yes. That proves that theory. And then oh, what's this one? Oh no, that's different. Okay. So what's that? Yeah. All about? And you just, right. You just yeah. kind of like ducking and diving is, is down this path that you think you're going to. And then the individual part of it is that then people respond differently. You know, maybe they start taking B vitamins and feel like a new person where somebody else, maybe it's magnesium they're missing, or they take the gluten out or, you know, what did they start an abdominal massage? And that's the thing that, you know, that changes everything. So yeah, it's the right questions. And yeah. one of the right questions is that doesn't get asked is where do you think you hold the stress in your body? Where do you mm-hmm. think it's, it's living, you know? So for someone, it's like, I have this neck pain that's driving me nuts for others. It could be like, I have headaches all the time. Other, and a lot of people hold it in their gut. So I'm having a lot of digestive consider, you know, symptoms that are making me feel bloated or gassy or, you know, just not feeling great in my belly and not having regular bowel movements. So everyone's different and we all hold it differently, but asking that question is a great starting point. Um, so that's one of those right questions. Yeah. It's so amazing to me how emotional stress and amazing in a bad way, not in a good way, but amazing how emotional stress turns into physical pain. Yeah. And there's some amazing books uh, out there. Um, Body Keeps the Score is one of them. That's really amazing about how, you know, we can hold trauma and stress in our body. Gabriel Maté's book called The Body Says No 
the hidden costs of stress. Excellent. I've got that one yep. as well. Yeah. So, you know, the body is so wise too. It's just usually we're not listening or we're not, <laughs> well, you know, we're not tuning in. We're like, ah, oh. yeah. and ice cream and whiskey. I get it. I that's know it. <laughs> I know. Yes. That's, that's you, Chris, right? <laughs> Talking about yourself there. <laughs> No, I'm asking for a friend. Called out, called out. Yeah, asking for a friend. I like that. (laughs) So there you go. Eat this with Leanne on the go. Consider it a, a snack size podcast of just a, a few bits and bites of the deluge of information, ideas, suggestions, go-tos that come up on this podcast weekly. And Leanne does this show because she truly believes that it's in the knowledge of many, not just one, that we can feel better, that we can be better. And it's not just the brilliant guests and, and experts that she speaks to from week to week. It, it, it's also It's also you your lives and the information and expertise that you've earned that you've gained by living them so please join the conversation join the eat this nation reach out with your questions your show ideas your stories you can do that through her websites leannephillipson.com or sproutright.com don't forget to set an automatic download of this podcast from wherever it is you get your podcasts we would just love to hear from you Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for listening in. And as Leanne aptly states at the end of each episode, and I better get this right or she'll kill me, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time.